1: this is Kurt Angle. Welcome to the Kurt Angle show on the show today. We'll be discussing one of my favorite opponents of all time.
2: But first, let me
1: introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell.
2: How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm doing great, man. It's great to see you. Uh, You know, our audience, we kind of let them in on the secret. We had last recorded two weeks ago. Uh, I had a little bit of vacation, uh, but man, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we had uh, talked about Vengeance 2005. Today, we're going to talk about Vengeance 2006. But before we get there, Kurt, how was your father's day?
1: <laughs> it was fantastic, man. We actually went to Texas D Brazil and I picked out. It was my cheat day. Oh, I ate everything and anything.
2: I love your cheat days. You've talked about them before and and it sounds like something to behold, my friend. It is. It quite is. Yes, sir. That's good, man. Well, Hey, you deserve it. And I'm glad you had a nice father's day. Uh, we mentioned to, uh, Shawn Michaels, right last week, we talked about him and, in, uh, in vengeance 2005, but buddy also something that occurred this past week is it was Shawn Michaels 35 year anniversary uh, of joining teams. WWE. What can you say about the heartbreak kid, man?
1: You know what? I, all I could say about him is he's the best of all time. Um, he has had incredible chemistry with every wrestler he's ever wrestled. Uh, I had incredible chemistry with him. I I enjoyed working with him every single time and he was so easy to work with. And for him to go 35 years is just unbelievable. I mean, you know, you're talking, you know, you're talking 70% of his life mm. you know, has been involved with the WWE. That that is something that hardly hardly ever happens.
2: Yeah, and now he's such a huge influence in so many young wrestlers' lives, what he's doing with NXT. Uh, so it, it's just cool. He's a great cool teacher,
1: too. Yeah. He really is, yeah.
2: Yep, gets to put his imprint on some so many of those talents who, let's be honest, idolized him and looked up to him, I'm sure, in the ring for so long. So it's cool. The other person that we talk a lot about here on the show and that you looked up to, Kurt, was The Undertaker. And he chimed in this week and he tweeted that if he could pick one person to share the ring with, it would be Sean. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> he said you were too. <laughs> uh, yeah, No, but he said it was Sean. So, I mean, those are big-time words from from a big-time star in Undertaker. I, I would have said the same thing. I yeah. would have
1: said the same thing.
2: Well, there you go. Well, listen, we're going to jump right into it then, because now we're talking all about 2006, Kurt. And uh, this is where you really started off your big run for ECW. And uh, One Night Stand had taken place on June 11th. And you're working with, as you said, to kick off the show, one of your favorite all-time opponents, Randy Orton, the Viper, right. the legend killer, every other tagline that he's had. Uh, how much do you did you enjoy working with Randy well, Randy was
1: really young at this particular time, but I will tell you this. He picked up every, on everything so quickly. It's probably because he was third-generation wrestler, but he he was almost as good as he is now, back then. I mean, I, he literally was that good. And not only that, but I love this character. You know, he was tall and thin and slender, and he, he moved around like a snake, and his nickname was The Viper. It was a great character for him, and it, it, really, it really put him over the top.
2: Yeah, man, he is. And if you've ever heard Ric Flair talk about Randy Orton, he, he swears that he is just the best at, at what he does, man. He's a guy that we certainly miss seeing right now in the ring. Hopefully we'll see him back soon.
1: You know what? And he, he's an incredible actor too. He's not mm-hmm. just a wrestler or a character. His facials when he wrestles and when he does promos, he he he's always on. The kid is incredible.
2: Well, we already learned from you though. The best is Dave Batista. I mean, you're the best actor you, you told <laughs> us that yeah. wrestling actor. Yes. <laughs> wrestling actor. I saw that, uh, hit social media. So there you go. But Randy, you're right, man. He has the looks, uh, the facials he has it all. And, uh, let's get into you though, a little bit here because you, uh, get the win to launch your run in ECW via submission with the ankle lock at the Hammerstein ballroom. Uh, guys, listen, check that one out. That episode is in our archives, but the run you were about to prepare for in ECW Kirk, you're still going to be working against Randy at the upcoming pay-per-view, which we're here to talk about today. Vengeance. We're going to watch that match in its entirety today on this episode. Uh, It's announced on raw, but were you worried about not being on raw at this time? And just simply being on ECW? I mean, were you worried about your exposure? Not at the beginning
1: because it was so
2: highly promoted on Raw and on SmackDown that
1: ECW is coming and, you know, I knew the first shows were going to be really high rated, so I wasn't that concerned about it. But down the road, I would have been concerned like five, six months down the road uh, because, you know, then you won't have that support from the WWE and you're on your own with ECW. But at the beginning, I knew that uh, ECW ratings would be high.
2: Yeah. And like we said, it's fresh off a one night stand. And after that one night stand on raw, they go ahead. Orton challenges you to that rematch on vengeance. Do you think it was too soon to come back to this match with you and Randy already? Or do you think, Hey, we've waited long enough. Uh, This is good. Let's just do it again.
1: Well, you know what? You have a program with someone, you continue the program. And I think that's what we were doing. Continuing the program. I beat Randy this time. You know, he's going to wrestle me again. Uh, most likely um he would win and then we would have a, a you know a third match yeah determine the the dominator but we didn't have that match and i and i'll explain why in a little bit
2: I'll okay All right. Now that sounds good. We'll get there. So let's talk about it. The ECW on sci-fi debut. It's June 13th, 2006 from Trenton, New Jersey. It takes place with you and Justin Credible, Kurt. You be Credible uh, and and you eat him alive. You beat him in two freaking minutes. And, And that was the direction that was given by Paul Heyman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Paul wanted
1: me to dominate. He wanted me, you know, the longest match he wanted me to have is the match I had with Randy, (laughs) you know, so he wanted me to dominate. He wanted me to be the face of the company along with Rob Van Dam. And uh, you know, they, they wanted me to be this wrestling machine.
2: machine. They didn't
1: want me to do any gimmicks or anything, just full bread wrestling, a lot of suplexes, less punches, all wrestling. That's what they wanted.
2: No cowboy hats, no milk. Trucks.
1: Oh, no funny stuff. No, yeah, none of the bullshit. No stuff, yeah.
2: There you go. Well, listen, from the torch, they said Angle's new role is pure wrestling, mostly doing suplex after suplex. It's limiting, but he's awesome at it. <laughs> uh, man, this is the first time you're portrayed as the Machine Kurt in the WWE. Were you ready for this? Welcome, you, you know this change, this this difference in your character. Were you ready
1: for? Yeah, it? you know what? I came up with it. I, You know, Vince McMahon came to me and said, listen, we need to stop doing the funny stuff. I want you to be taken more seriously. And I said, yeah, that's fine. I said, what do you want from me? He said, I just want a really intense Kurt Angle. I said, how about the wrestling machine? He said, that, that's a good idea. <laughs> so that's how it all started. And it was my idea. And uh, I ran into it. And I, I ran with it, actually. Yeah. It worked out really well. Unfortunately, it didn't last that long because I wasn't in the WWE long after that. but. Ah, uh, for the for the very beginning in ECW, it worked.
2: And honestly, Kurt, this is you. You have both sides to your personality. Even today, you can be intent. You talk about intensity. That's you, but you also have the comedic and the fun side. So it suits you well to go from that. I mean, you know, they always say, turn yourself up a notch when it comes to wrestling, but you do also have that intense side. You know, I've seen it here and there. You know what?
1: I, I, I enjoy doing that, but <laughs> I really miss the funny stuff. Really you?
2: That's your favorite.
1: Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a lot more fun doing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey uh hey Derek, let's get those notes in earlier. Okay, buddy. We don't like the intense side. All right, also from the church <laughs> I love this. We are having way too much fun. (laughs) The idea with Kurt Angle is to portray him as the centerpiece of the brand. There was no doubt about it, dude. That was, that was the goal. His new character will not include any of the soft, lighthearted jokester side of his personality. This is exactly what we're talking about. His intro music has been edited. So there's, isn't an opportunity for the fans to chant you suck as he walks to the ring. Says one wrestler, he is determined to make this work. There are so many people in his ear brainwashing him, telling him how to act. He's almost too intense. Who was in your ear, Kurt? Tell us. Was it Paul Heyman?
1: What's going on? No, nobody was in my ear. I don't even know where this person got all this. This is hilarious. This
2: is a Meltzer, is it? No, this is from The Torch. This is Keller. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, nobody was in my ear. This was all my idea. I presented it to, to Vince McMahon and Paul Heyman. So I'm not sure where that came from, but it's not true.
2: (laughs) So you weren't getting brainwashed. There was nobody waving a clock in front of your eyes, Kurt. You will no. (laughs) Uh, That that sounds like more fun to dive into, though. Can we make it up and and act like you were? Uh, What did Vince think of this transition? Was he all as he saw you performing this? Was he digging it, loving it? He was ready to orgasm, Paul. That's all (laughs) I could say.
1: He loved the wrestling (laughs) machine very much.
2: Oh, man, I love it. So he was like Kurt watching an Undertaker entrance. There you go. (laughs) Were were you taking it too serious? Were you getting too intense? I mean, what about you? When you're the wrestling
1: machine, you can never be too intense. You you have to to raise the bar higher than everybody else to make sure you're more intense than everybody else on the card. You got to make sure of that, especially if you're going to be the wrestling machine. Intensity is the main factor
2: yeah integrity's out the door it's intensity okay, it's, it's only one eye and it's called intensity I no intelligence you don't have no, it yeah you zero the look on your face said zero intelligence <laughs> that was for sure well listen on raw randy orton beats snitsky and jerry lawler interviewed randy about facing you at vengeance And it announced that you'll be teaming with—that's right, RVD—to take on Rated RKO and Edge and Randy Orton the next night on ECW. Kurt, do you think ECW was hurt by seeing so closely tied in with WCW instead of as a separate brand? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of being melded together at this point.
1: Well, I I'm not sure if you really needed this, but I'm I'm gonna my opinion is that they needed help from WWE. Yeah. Um, uh, ECW was a great company. It it was more of a cult. You know, they had a certain following that was very loyal to them. And it was a big following. And you
2: were becoming the David Koresh of the cult, essentially. (laughs) Yes. You were the cult. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah. You're an asshole, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) But they needed that. You said it. They needed the opportunity for the exposure the
1: exposure for, from WWE was really good for ECW. So I, I think that was really good for
2: it. Yeah. I'm with you there. Van anytime you're going to get that kind of rub or that exposure from a brand like, a yes, Raw-
1: you know, WWE promoting ECW that, you know, if, if Vince didn't own ECW, that would never happen. I right. mean, you're talking about two different companies and Vince is pushing the, the comp- competition.
2: Yeah. yeah, and this is at a time where RVD, he's the ECW and WWE champion. What did you think about that? I, I thought Rob was great. Uh, he was supposed
1: to be the top guy with me. Um, I, I I really believe that they wanted Rob, or Rob and I to be the faces of the company. Yeah. And the only other person I could think of that could have uh, uh, replaced Rob would have been Taz, but Taz was not active at this point. So Rob Van Dam was the right choice.
2: Did you guys feel like man, we have the weight of the world on our shoulders c- to carry this ECW brand and to really continue to get it over. So that's just not a cult, but it's a it's a brand.
1: You know what? I I didn't have that problem. I I I I enjoy having the weight of the company on my shoulders. So I'm I'm cool with it. I'm sure Rob was too. Rob, Rob wouldn't even know if he had <laughs> if, if he had the weight of the company on his shoulders. Rob is you know out there man. He's he's out there he's all,
2: That's right. He's so high he don't know if the weight's yeah. on his shoulders or not. But
1: he doesn't carry the weight. Doesn't give a shit. So Rob Rob just has that I don't care attitude and and it worked for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, nothing he done. And and when you say, I don't care, it's more like not a care in the world. You know, it's not a care in the world. He's going to do his best one way or the other. And what happens happens, right?
1: Happens, happens. Yes.
2: I love it. Well, listen, the tag match between you and RVD taking on edge and Orton is a 15 minute match, Kurt, and it's a really good tag match. Guys, you should go back and check it out on the WWE network. Lita is involved a lot in the match due to it being ECW rules. What did you think of the Edge and Lita gimmick together? Were you a fan of Edge and Lita together? You
1: know what? I, it was so uncomfortable. Um, you know, I was really tight with Edge and Christian and the Hardy boys. And when they did that whole thing, uh, I, I I didn't like it. I, I To be honest with you, it was just, it wasn't very tasteful. Um, I, I understand why they were doing it. And I understand Matt Hardy was on board with it, but I didn't, I didn't like it. I thought it was just shit.
2: So when the ratings went through the roof for their live (laughs) sex celebration, you were not one of the fans at home watching it and popping the rating. No,
1: I I wasn't. No, I mean, I, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, A lot of people love to see Lita naked. Don't get me wrong. But
2: But you just didn't think that was the time or the place. That wasn't
1: the right time or the place.
2: I gotcha. Okay. Well, man, I'm loving this episode of the Kurt Angle Show uh, already. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... To Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right? I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Hey guys, we want to jump in right now and tell you about the newest partner to the Kurt Angle Show, Factor they are america's number one ready to eat meal kit yes it's true it's damn true and our olympic hero will vouch for them because the last few months kurt and i have been getting these meals delivered directly to our doors we're saving time we're eating well and tackling everything on our to-do list listen the weather's great folks want to get in shape want to feel good have that summer body factor can help you with that they offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each and every week for all the different lifestyles. Whether you're keto-friendly, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, or protein-plus, they've been prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians, and when I say chefs, 34-plus chef-prepared meals. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 or more add-ons, including breakfast bites, egg bites, smoothies, and more. So listen, forget about the deliveries, forget about the fast food, and get healthy and get factor. Not only are they cheaper than takeout, but they're faster than the restaurant delivery in just two minutes. So listen, head over to factormeals.com slash angle50 and use code angle50 to get 50% off your first box. You can't beat it. That's code angle50. So go to factormeals.com angle50 And take advantage of this 50% off your first box opportunity right now. It's highly recommended by me and highly recommended by your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. So, uh, you, by the way, you, uh, went ahead and hit Lita with the Angle slam in the match. So here we are, you know, Mr. Intensity, obviously no intelligence on this one. (laughs) Uh, how was Lita to work with bud? You know what? Lita was a professional.
1: She never missed a spot when she worked with the Hardys. Uh, She was always there at the right times. And you know what? Lita was easy to work with. So hitting her with the angle slam was nothing.
2: Yeah, she, uh, man, she knows her way around the ring All right, no does. doubt about it. One of the best of all time at what she does. And we just got to see her recently doing her thing, you know, tag teaming with Becky Lynch until Trish Stratus, that evil, evil person <laughs> took her <Trish> out at <laughs> Trish has been carrying the heel banner, man. She continues to do so. My hat's off to her. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Uh, Van Dam gets the pin on edge, by the way. We finally made it to the end of the match after the five-star frog splash as they'll be facing off at of Vengeance. So we got you and Orton at Vengeance. You got Van Dam and Edge at Vengeance. What did you think overall of this tag match, Kurt?
1: Oh, the match was incredible. Uh, I thought it was a great match. It, it, I, me, personally, I thought it was four stars. Uh, it, it was a great match, great finish. Uh, look at the four guys that were in the ring, though. I mean, Studs. Uh, that speaks for itself. So, yeah, the match was awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, before we get to the pay-per-view, there's a stop at the ECW arena in Philadelphia, the classic ECW arena. And buddy, I think that's your first appearance since yeah. that fateful night where Raven and Salmon did their whole crucifixion deal. Am I right? Is that the first yeah, time you right went <laughs> Yeah, right. That's yeah. the night you wet yourself and ran out the back of the arena.
1: Oh God, I was out of there. The second that happened, I was like, Paul Heyman. You show me on TV with this with this crucifix, and I'm gonna sue your
2: ass. You were crossing yourself, you were kneeling <laughs> in prayer and tears outside of the ECW arena. You were you were doing all the sacraments.
1: <laughs> I was and, even praying for ECW. God, <laughs> please forgive them for what they have done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you you were at midnight mass. I mean, you ran as <laughs> close as church you could find. Uh, so so this is your first time back, and you're gonna challenge. RV freaking D that night for the ECW title. How much fun is that? Oh, uh, Rob, Rob's great to work with. I mean, he,
1: he, he is so, uh, he's different. He's explosive. Um, you know, he's a high flyer, uh, and and his size, I mean, the guy's two fifty. So the way he does in the ring is just incredible, really flexible individual can do just about anything and uh, that really helps. It works for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen from the torch, we got some good stuff here. Dean Malenko was the special referee. So man, that's pretty cool. How special and what was your relationship like with Dean back then in the WWE?
1: uh, I looked up to Dean more than anybody else. Uh, him being the man of a thousand holds, a technical wrestler. Um, I got so excited when Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, and uh, Eddie Guerrero were going to come to the WWE because they were all great tactical wrestlers, and that's what I aspired to be. And knowing Dean was there, I knew I could learn from him, and I did.
2: It's a really cool move, too, because Dean had spent time in ECW, the original ECW. So having him be the referee was was, uh, really a nice touch. And so we hear more from The Torch about this night. Excuse me. Some fans were hostile toward Angle as an outsider, but... Eventually they were quieted by pro angle fans and a great match. They traded holds early back and forth. That put a big smile on your face. Then RVD posted angle on the railing and hit his corkscrew leg drop off the apron onto angle later angle, hit a belly to belly on the floor. Back in the ring, RVD hit a split leg moonsault for a near fall. I always love that move. That split leg, uh, moonsault. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is pretty cool.
2: Yep. Nobody uh, else can do it. <laughs> no, it's, that's right. unique to him. RVD brought a chair into the ring, but Angle hit a back suplex for a near fall. RVD turned an angle slam attempt into a DDT for a near fall. RV, uh, RVD then did a side kick into a chair and got a near fall on Kurt. Kurt then hit an angle slam for a near fall. RVD then hits a rolling thunder later, but was caught on the top rope as he set up for a five-star frog splash. Angle suplexed him off the top rope to the mat, then slapped on the ankle lock, a loud, please don't tap chant began. (laughs) RVD broke the hold by hitting Angle with a chair. Angle picked up a chair, but RVD hit the Van Daminator on Angle, followed by a successful five-star frog splash for the win. A heck of a match, considering both were scheduled to wrestle the next night on pay-per-view. You guys went hard, Kurt. and I mean, listen, and you're in a building that you kind of have to. Is this Rob (laughs) pushing you, you pushing him, you two just tearing it up or what?
1: You know what? It was all the above. Uh, We were in this ECW arena, and the fans were hostile. And if we didn't perform the way we did that night, we would have been booed out of the arena. We had to put on a great performance. And even though we had to wrestle the next night at pay-per-view, we put everything into that match that night. And Rob and I were so happy with the outcome.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, you're, I don't know if you can recall this, but you, as soon as that's over, you got to go from Philly to Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how close are you got? I had two it? choices. Yeah,
1: Drive 10 hours or, or get up early and fly down. Yeah. Get <laughs> so up early and flow down. Yeah. So I lost a few hours. That's all. That's all that, you know, that was the only difference in, in fly or being further away for the next night. Yeah, was, I, I just had to wake up a few hours early.
2: Yeah, you just lost sleep. But back then that was no big deal for the, for the, that was a huge deal <laughs> for the wrestling machine. Right. You're just a machine at this point. You're not even yeah, human. You're sleep a term. Every
1: night is so important. In your oh, to dude, I can
2: imagine. Yeah, nah, you're right. Well, listen, here's the other thing, guys. And I'm sure most of you remember this because we have some questions that we're going to get to. You're the opening match at vengeance against Randy. Did you have a preference at all where you were at on, on a card?
1: Well, honestly, I don't care where I am on the card. If I'm not the main event, which I knew we weren't going to be because we weren't a world title match. So I'd prefer to go on first. And I was happy with them being on first. Yes.
2: Well, buddy, you and I are going to watch the full match together. Uh, and we'll uh, mute, uh, go back and forth and talk about some things. But it's you versus Randy Orton from Vengeance 2006. Kurt, you're ready to check it out. Let's do it, man. All right, here we go. I'm going to mute it now because they're playing all this theme music. And as soon as we play all this theme music, we get flagged on YouTube for uh, copyright, but we see, oh we see the beautiful Randy Orton in all his glory. My God, that guy, if I could just be that guy for about, <laughs> I don't know.
1: You know what? Uh, and, and the thing is, he's not just
2: a great wrestler. He's a damn good looking guy. He's a stud. If I could be him for like a summer. Okay. <laughs> a, a, just let me be him for a summer single. Everybody and, wants to be
1: ready.
2: <laughs> oh man. Perfect height. Look physique. Yeah. He's Six, got five, it. Man. 260. I mean, come Dancing
1: on, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, That's uh, the in his
1: head. Not, like yeah. Yeah. not
2: like us, not like us, bolder than, than a cue ball. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, hey, that's why I wear the hat, just to make, mix it up a little bit for the show so that we don't look like the uh, the uh, twins here. Cue balls. Yeah, cue ball twins. So Orton's making his way into the ring. They're doing all the pomp and circumstance. The lights are going off. We got Lillian Garcia in the ring. She's your ring announcer. Orton's doing the old spread eagle. Yes, I'm beautiful. Cheer for me. <laughs> I'm trying to see who the referee is for this uh, match. Boy, if you... young. Yeah. How is Randy? When's the last time you talked to him?
1: Doing good, man. He recovered from his back surgery. hes I think he's going to come back pretty damn soon. All good. He's doing much better, yes.
2: I've noticed uh, a little bit more activity on social media lately, family vacations and things like that, which is kind of a good sign that... Uh, yeah, he's coming back to life. That he's, that he's breathing oxygen. <laughs> oh, and speaking of coming to life, look at this asshole. I mean, look at this stuff. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Uh, and you got the mouth guard in buddy, you got the Olympic gold. Now that is a replica Olympic gold medal.
1: Yes, it is. Vince, uh, made two of those, three of them actually, uh, two got stolen. So, uh, there's oh, only geez. one more left.
2: And then yeah. you're wearing that mouth guard at this point. Yeah. You're wearing- the rest of the
1: machine mouth guard. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that- ECW. That says ECW. On yeah.
2: It. That was part of that trademark. Yeah. Yeah. you had it made. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But my dentist. Oh, and they, they were like, Hey, I need something that says the letters ECW on it. <laughs> yeah, He's like, why wrestling company? Do you have to ask me? I mean, do you know, I put on underwear and go out to a ring every day on week on TV. <laughs> <laughs> what do your Dennis and doctors say? I mean, do they recognize you from TV? I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, most of them that I talk to, they're, they're fans. So uh, that's cool. It is cool.
2: Well, here you are. Yeah, you guys are
1: fans. They, they start watching. So. Oh, hello, there you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, uh, Kurt, by the way, we just broke 60,000 subscribers on YouTube. I know.
1: This is awesome. Thank you, everybody. We broke 60,000 on YouTube.
2: I think this is a perfect time to say thank you to every listener of this show listening to our voices right now. You guys are the best and have supported us. Uh, and that's twelve thousand uh, subscriber growth in just the last few months. So uh, that's big time. We're working. We want to get to a hundred, right, Kurt? One hundred thousand.
1: Yes, we do. That's our goal is a hundred thousand.
2: Yep. So w- we're confident we can get there. But I just want to take a moment and say thank you. Uh, the other thing I want to talk a little bit about while we're watching you uh drive randy to the mat is this coming sunday because we didn't talk about it in the opener kurt you're going to be back on our tv sets again aren't you with the uh treasures the wrestling yeah
1: treasures. wwe's hidden treasures and you know what i'm going to be doing searching for a bunch of my merchandise especially the milk truck we're going to try to get the milk truck we're going to go travel around Search for that and other things that I'm going to do is, uh, during the show. Uh, we're going to be searching for my singlet and other stuff like that. Okay, so It's, it's and a really cool show. I really enjoy doing it.
2: I saw a friend of the show, Jeff Jewett, on there last week, and he and, unfortunately, or a week ago maybe, he had to uh, sell. He didn't have to, but I feel like you kind of have to when these wrestlers all show up to your house and they all stare at you. And he had the Roddy Piper leather jacket that Roddy Piper used to sport. And he sold it for seven grand to him. Ah, nice. He had Drew McIntyre and Mick Foley staring at him and, uh, Piper's his biggest fan. I mean, it's a cool show, but then I saw on your social, you post a picture of you and Foley and you're in your little cowboy hat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I posted that, uh, uh, because they, they wanted me to post for hidden treasures. So I got you. I found one with a cowboy hat and, uh, they also wanted me to get one with a singlet, but I couldn't find the singlet.
2: So I, I got you. Nick. Yeah. So check it out. Sunday night, current angle, your Olympic hero. Now, dude, this move where you're trying to belly to back off the side. How is this a little scary or what if it's dangerous because
1: one slip of the rope and we're
2: both dead. You're both you're both <laughs> screwed we're Both on our heads.
1: You know, it's like, Randy, please don't let go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and guys, this is when he's trying to do the belly to back outside of the ring. And the only guy holding, you know, Randy's just holding on to the top rope, but both Other their ring. weight is completely hanging off the backside of that ring. Uh, I've seen you do this a few times, but man, that was, you really were bowed down there.
1: Yeah. And I just gave Randy a German on the floor, which I hardly ever do. Cause that's a rough bump to take.
2: And tell uh, even for you, right. Talk about the impact for you giving it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Giving it, but, but taking it is it's worse.
2: Well, and there's a reason Randy's been out for a year treatment like that over the years, you know, you can't take that abuse for that long and something not finally go wrong.
1: No, you're right. You're right. Uh, Randy's Randy's uh, pushed his body to the limit and beyond. And remember, he's been in this business for almost 25 years now.
2: Yeah. He started so young and that's why he still looks so young. He was 17 when he started. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about what the uh, torch said about this match as we continue to watch it here, Kurt. And you interrupt me if you if there's a spot or something that happens that you want to talk about. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> it says Randy Orton beat Kurt Angle. I, I know this isn't a spoiler alert because we've all seen this before. In 12 minutes. has What about people beating you in 12 minutes, Kurt? I don't think that's good. <laughs> impossible never happens <laughs> <laughs> only in predetermined sports. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, angle dominated the first four minutes as Orton tried to bail out of the ring several times which we've seen Orton came back with a thumb to the eye followed by a standing dropkick which by the way does anybody deliver a better standing dropkick than Randy Orton
1: nobody better than Randy Orton you're absolutely right that's his thing
2: yeah he it in every match and yeah. he's five, and he can put it right in your face
1: above your face, <laughs> go over your head.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, they said it true, uh, surprising cheers from the crowd. Orton grounded angle on the mat with his patent reverse chin lock. He kept it locked in for several moments and smiled to the crowd. I'm sure there are a few young ladies that were smiling back. And then after a back and forth exchange, Orton unhooked the top turnbuckle padding. Um, Angle came up behind him and hit a lengthy series of eight German suplexes followed by an angle slam. He applied the ankle lock on Orton, but Orton shoved angle off and angle flew into the exposed turnbuckle. Have we seen that yet? I'm kind of reading the results. Has that happened yet? No, Kirk? we have not. Okay. He stumbled backwards into the RKO for the win. Yep. So that happens toward the end. The fans cheered. Orton held his ankle after winning the match disappointing match based on the talent in the ring angle suplexes probably looked good on paper, but they dragged down the match similar to Orton's chin locks. Okay. The torch, this is definitely not Dave Meltzer who wants to, you know, maybe have kids with you one day. This is from (laughs) the torch and he only gave it a star and a half.
1: Well, you know what? I, let me explain to you why. Okay. Um, we were the first match of the night. First match of the night, you have to kick the show off. It's got to be really exciting. It has to be a banger of a match. High impact, high energy. You have to have amazing spots in this match. Randy and I started off getting a feel for each other. Randy would leave the ring, come back in. He would leave the ring again, come back in. He'd leave the ring again, come back in. Then when he got to the heat, he was putting me in rear chin locks, rest holds. So this match should have been all action. Okay, when you start off the show, you want to start off getting the fans up for the whole entire show. You want to have a banger of the match, and it has to be high action for 12 minutes. That's the, that's the perfect time for your first match of the night. But this was the wrong uh, psychology. This was a methodical match. It should have been high impact, high action.
2: Uh, that's interesting, especially here. We're watching it. And here's that chin lock that they talked about. That's just a happening yes, throughout yes, the it's match. That's
1: All we did, the whole match is chin locks. And at the beginning, Randy kept leaving the ring for like four minutes.
2: Yeah. The old Larry Zabisco That move. was for
1: the 12 minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's just total yeah. 12. Now knee back down uh, into the solar plexus, has you back down on the, on the mat. And let's see what happens here. Let's listen to a little bit of the audio and then we'll talk about it some more.
0: Is that an ECW referee?
2: Oh, my God. He went right back into the chin lock.
1: Yes, he
0: did.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. What is Jerry Lawler saying? The crowd's Uh, dead. The crowd's not even. Let's listen to him here.
0: Your service. (laughs) Only kidding. Dude. I know you're not. (laughs) Right.
2: They're dead. They're all sitting down, not moving. They're looking down. I don't know. Were their cell phones back? Yes. 06.
1: Wrong psychology, Paul. That's all it is.
2: Mm. So Orton's sitting here. He's got you in a reverse chin lock. The guys, the, the crowd just kind of looking around from behind you. There's the cool mouth brace. That's, that's nice. But yeah, it's just kind of not happening here, Kurt, for two guys that are, you know, Hall of Famers. You're one and he will be one.
1: Oh, he definitely will be one. Yes. Mm. But, but I wish we would have just, do you remember my match with Ray Mysterio at SummerSlam? Oh
2: yes. Yeah.
1: That's the kind of match you got to have. It was hot. It was
2: hot. It was a and hot had match. Hot opener. Time. Do yeah. you remember who, uh, might've helped you put this together back in the day? Was this you two that talked through this? Or do you um, remember, recall it was this?
1: Randy and I, but Randy the more. Randy is more methodical. Okay. He's slow and slithery like a snake. And, you know, he, he likes to have that kind of paced match, but Randy did never, never starts a
2: show off. He never has a, so he's not used to that match. either. I'm sorry. So he's not used to that either. No, off no, show.
1: he's not used to starting off the show. So he, he doesn't have a lot of matches where it's all action. You know, Randy, it's more psychology than anything. It's not high action matches. It's methodical, um, you know, putting chin locks in, uh, getting the crowd up and down, up and down, not just up all the time. And that's what a first match of the night has to be.
2: Yeah, there's uh, actions picking up now. You're starting to throw them around with the suplexes. A lot of belly to bellies here. And, uh, looks Randy's like he's
1: hard to suplex. He really is. I'm barely getting him over on these.
2: Yeah, I could, I can totally see that, uh, what you're saying. As far as he's kind so of maneuvering his, bo- his oh, body, his body, he's la- he's lanky.
1: Very lanky. He's six foot five, six, six.
2: Let's listen on a
1: little
0: bit
2: of the commentary here.
0: Gordon might have been able to get the three. Yeah. Can we see that one more time? The angle slam looked like it was coming. Randy Orton defended that three lead. Oh. We didn't get to see the slow down. And that's an abrupt stop in that bat breaker. And Orton looking at R-K-O. the RKO. Oh. Orton looking at the RKO. Didn't do it now. Orton, looks. Orton up to it. Desperate times, JR. called for desperate measures. Orton uh, has yeah. loosened that turf up oh. the pad. And in the meantime, Kurt Angle back up. Latching oh. his hands with his second belly to back suplex. Back of Kurt Angle. In the back of Randy Orton's head bouncing off that mat. A trifecta of suplexes. Not four. And four. And Orton's gonna be suplex drunk before this is all said and done. These kids are gonna be more dizzy after this. Come on, you gotta get out of there, Randy. Orton's gonna be drunker than JJ Reddick was last week in his, in his car here. Again, North Carolina, that's five. Is that five suplexes? I think that's six. Well, that's about five too many for Orton. Almighty. What's Angle going for a seven feet? That's mm-hmm. it. Angle has continued to maintain that his locked hands very pugnaciously. No more, no! Lord, I don't know if I can recall. I think that was eight. Seeing that many suplexes and Orton Orton may be counted out here outside of the ring. That may have been the biggest Angle, break that he could get. Angle, falling, Angle, literally falling Angle, to the outside, not knowing where he is. Angle, Angle, well, tanning uh, for Angle. And then Kurt Angle is going to come out and remind Randy Orton where he is. And if Warden can, he can rebound from this. He is one resilient son of a gun, let me tell you. There's a hook. with me, And oh, coming down. Oh, man. That was a real close to a three count. Long two and a half. And now Angle looking for the ankle lock. Orton, look at Orton kick. Yeah, fight. Orton kicking with that uh, right foot. He didn't want that left angle broken again. That turn broken now exposed. That metal ring has been exposed thanks to, thanks to Orton's handiwork earlier. Orton trying to prop himself up. Uh-oh. Oh no! And another suplex by Angle. Angle is in a suplexing mood here tonight. Think they're looking real bad for Randy. And now, there, there it is, the ankle lock on oh, that surgically repaired left ankle. And Orton's got to get to the ropes in a hurry. Reach out, Randy, reach out. Reach out and touch something, Whoa. Mainly the bottom rope. The rope right in front of you, come on. Is Orton going to tap here? Oh. Orton and Danger are losing. No, no, just not a reprobation and vengeance doesn't no, look no, to be no, in Rick. No, oh, finally got to the ropes. No. We yeah. break it. Oh, oh. Angels hit the top turnbuckle, Exposed Now, first face. Yes. Now, first. Arkell. Oh, yes. RKO. <laughs> Will it be? Yes.
2: What was that? Randy Orton's brother or something? Did you <laughs> see that guy? Yeah. He was all fired up. His long lost brother. Yeah. Or brother ugly, he, didn't know he had. Or yeah, Uncle. Man, hey, that was uh quite the match though. As I said, beat you in 12 minutes here.
1: Yeah, you know what? This is something a lot of people don't know. Oh, I love it. That's I what we want to God. hear. See, I wasn't supposed to lose this early in ECW. I was supposed to remain undefeated for a while. Okay. And do you know why
2: I lost? No, I want you to tell us. I failed a drug test. Kurt, <laughs> I am not surprised at this point in your career.
1: <laughs> so I was getting suspended for a month, and they wanted to put over a guy before I left, and I chose Randy. And you asked earlier, why go to Randy so fast? Mm-hmm. After. There's, the that, there's
2: that loose end you wanted to save yeah, for later. Yeah, I
1: want to do Randy the honors. Yeah.
2: Mm-mm-mm. And I got to I mean, you know, I have some questions here to kind of go through, but I feel like I know all the answers. I mean, are you you happy with this match when it's all said and done? Uh, Listen, no, no, I wasn't happy. And and I I, I
1: explained earlier, Uh, you know, this match should have been a banger of a match, should have been high impact, high action. This was more methodical and slower. We did the wrong thing and uh, we learned
2: from it. So you fail a drug test. You get suspended dude this is it's it's crazy to looking back at this because this is your last pay-per-view match for the wwe until 2017 i know
1: 11 years 11 long years as a member of the I shield listen i knew i was at this point right here i knew i was leaving the wwe pretty oh you soon. did
2: right okay. uh, yeah
1: yeah i was thinking about it and um but i didn't know i'd be gone 11 years and 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 i thought maybe a year or two i'd take a break and come back Uh, but I ended up signing with TNA and they kept me happy for 11 years. I mean, I, I had no issues with TNA, the company at all. They, they paid me well. They treated me well. They let me have time off when I needed time off. When I was injured, they let me stay at home for nine months and rest my body. And they paid me full pay the whole time. TNA took care of me and that's why I stayed for 11 years.
2: Buddy, can I tell you, and you know, we're closer now. We're friends, uh, even outside of the show, we talk more and as a wrestling fan, I'll never forget at this, that this whole timing of it going down, there was an article that came out that said one of the most popular wrestlers in the business is close to having major health problems, if not near death, if they don't get help. And at that That point there were rumors and we didn't know who it was, but then we figured out it was you. And it was like holy shit, and then just whatever it was, weeks maybe was it a monthly? You went to TNA, and that was another holy shit moment as a fan. Yeah, yeah. Can I just tell you like how crazy of a time period that was as a Kurt Angle? That was
1: crazy. I was struggling, and and I I you know TNA gave me a few months off that I could rest for a little bit. I should have taken longer off, unfortunately. But I was so excited I got signed with TNA. I was like, I'm going to start my whole life new again. You know, this is a whole new journey for me and I was more excited. So I wanted to, I didn't want to wait as long to go there. I I wanted to get there and, and start wrestling and I should have rested my body for a good six to 12 months. And I didn't do that.
2: And you've admitted you still weren't at the point either of actually just trying to get fully get yourself cleaned up yet.
1: No, no, I wasn't at that point. Not till I got to TNA and, uh. I end up going to rehab eventually.
2: Yeah, right. Eventually, yeah. So, man, just something else. And now here we sit, all these years later. Thankfully, you're at, just doing so well, Kurt. I couldn't be prouder for you, Thank and you. where you're at in your life, and you're with your family. We talked about Father's Day, but just seeing your your little girl doing so good at the swim meets, and
1: yeah, she's dominating.
2: Yeah, imagine <laughs> that an angle dominating, yeah. <laughs> and uh, them celebrating you with all those U.S. shirts they got you for Father's yeah, Day. Was man. Awesome. I was surprised. Um, I'm just proud yeah, of where you've come. <laughs> Dude, they love <laughs> you so you, much. Bro. Yeah, man. I just can't help because we we reflect on the show, and we reflect. this is that time period where you're, like you said, all of a sudden, last pay-per-view ever. Uh, not ever, but for a long time at WWE. 11 years, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, guys, Tony Schiavone. need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. On the debut episode of the False Finish, Chris Harris talks about his successful TNA run as one half of America's Most Wanted, and his not so successful run in WWE is Braden Walker.
0: To be honest with you, I wanted out. I mean, it wasn't. I was. I was saying the right things to Johnny, like, "Hey, I'm going to make this work." But inside, I was thinking, "I hate this fucking place. Um, it's broken me down. It's, it's
1: made me not love wrestling anymore." Um, I. I mean, I. Just, I that's kind of went my drinking took a bad turn and um, yeah I just I really needed out
2: Buff Bagwell joined Ad Free Shows members for a
1: live Q&A talking about his road to recovery and sobriety and recovery from a broken neck we took an angle between me and Rick Steiner that could have been an unbelievably long angle and they took that and just made it into a one night match on Nitro which I lost my debut match back with a broken neck who I feel that, like shit? that was a bad call. Who, who booked that shit?
2: That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself. My ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. So hey, we got some fan questions. So let's jump into those and uh, we'll roll through those. Uh, Dylan says, "Kurt, did." you ever partake in any of Randy's recreational activities (laughs) after a match?
1: You know what? I have my own recreational activities going on. (laughs) I didn't have to be with Randy. Now, did I go and smoke? No, I I didn't smoke. It wasn't my thing. Uh, So I'd have to say, no, I did not ever enjoy a smoke with Randy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So no, uh, no, he did not. Uh, Joey, the Tori Amos guy, Kurt Angle, if you didn't ever go back to the WWE, would you have been satisfied with Randy and this match being your last WWE pay-per-view match?
1: You know what? I would have been satisfied with it being Randy, okay. but not, not this particular match. Uh, I knew we had, we had better matches than that in our, in our careers and, uh, so am I am I satisfied that it was Randy? Yes, but not the match. Not itself. that
2: match. Yeah. Yeah. No no doubt about it, especially after watching it again all these years later. Uh you're absolutely right. Brad Stanton is up next. And he said if you're not closing the show is opening the next Beck's option and do you care where you're at on the card? You know what opening is the second
1: most important match of the night. That gets the fans up for the show. That sets the tone for the whole entire show. The main event's the top match. That is the most important match. But the beginning match, the start off match is the second most important match of the night. You got to get the fans excited and riled up.
2: Uh, what about, and, and, and as far as you caring where you're at on the card? Um, you know what? Money wise, you yeah, have to a little bit though, right? It. I'm sorry. Money wise, do you have to care? I mean cuz you obviously want to be main event guys make the big bu- big bucks, right? Oh yeah,
1: you always want to be main event.
2: You're going yeah. to
1: make more money, obviously. Yes.
2: But otherwise, if you're not, it's okay to be wherever in your mind.
1: It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, the the one thing if you're at a house show, uh, the one thing you don't where you don't want to be is right after intermission. Cause people are going to get popping up popcorn and uh,
2: they're not even watching and yeah. they're, they're not even watching. They're dead. The crowd's dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much dead. So if you have an intermission at a show, you don't want to be the match after the intermission. Hmm.
2: All right. Yam bag Jones, one of our buddies, he says, Kurt, when he finally hangs up his boots and people have a chance to appreciate his body of work more, do you think Randy Orton will be remembered as one of the all time greats?
1: Oh, of course he already is. Randy has been in that company for almost 25 years and he's dominated since day one. He was world champion. I think his first year and a half
2: in the business. Yeah. He was a champion early.
1: Yeah. Randy, Randy was super young too. And, and he matured quite a bit throughout the years, but you know, he was, uh, he was really immature when he started, he looked like a kid, you know, but he was still really good. That kid, he will go down in history as one of the greatest of all time. Definitely.
2: Bobby KF five GTX. That's right. That was his radio call handle. I think in college, he said, I ordered my first Kurt angle t-shirt as part of my father's day gift from my wife and daughter. Can't wait to get it. Bobby. Thank you from the Kurt angle shell.
1: Thank you, Bobby. I appreciate that, man.
2: Yeah. You're the man. He said, I'll post a pic on Twitter. You better. And, uh, we appreciate that. He said, you've mentioned how you enjoy working with Randy Orton, Kurt. When laying out this match with Randy, was there something that you two disagreed on or did you ever have a disagreement with Randy on matches or putting matches together?
1: No, no. Randy and I were pretty compatible. Um, we didn't have a problem with each other. We, we, we agreed on a lot of stuff. The thing is, we just did the wrong things. You know, We, we didn't have the right psych- psychology. We were treating that match like it was a main event match. We were taking our time at the beginning. We were taking our time during the heat. That's what you do when you, when you're wrestling in the main event, but not the first match of the night.
2: Yeah. And, uh, I just feel like when did you two, Kurt, was it around your original run here or was it after your second run where you two really became, because you guys are, are buds, your wives, your wives are close. They obviously used to have a podcast together. You, I mean, I don't know if, if you became closer because of your wives, but when did you guys really develop your friendship?
1: Well, Randy and I, we started being really good friends right when he started See, uh, Jr. and Vince came to me and said, listen, we have a kid a little rough around the edges. We want you to travel with him. I'm like, who? They're like, like Randy Orton. I'm like, I don't know who he is. And they said, he's Bob, Cowboy Bob Orton's son.
2: I and said, you're like, oh, I don't know okay, who Cowboy yeah. Bob is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah.
1: You weren't a fan in the <laughs> <So> 80s. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I did my homework okay. I on the TV, but yeah, I knew, I knew who Cowboy Bob Orton was. So they wanted me to travel with him. Show him the ropes, and uh, and and have Randy stay out of trouble. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't help him with that too much. Yeah, because <laughs> he got a little bit of trouble here and there. Uh, you know, an example. I think I think I told you already. We were late for a show. I didn't care if I was late. Randy is like, Kurt. I'm gonna get fined. Like you can't you can't keep showing up late. I'm like. Well, I don't get fined. So I'm yeah, okay with screw you. So One day, I went the opposite way than I was supposed to for about an hour on the highway. And Randy's like, oh, my God, we're going to be late. And I turn around, and I go the other way. And um, we finally get there. We're an hour late. So we're locked out of the arena. He's busting on the window trying to pound on it. Then he kicks it and kicks the window open, the door window, the window in the door, shatters. He goes in there, goes down, gets his stuff on, goes in and wrestles. And uh, after the show, the the people said, hey, uh," the people of the arena said, hey, you're going to pay for that door. (laughs) So they ended up calling Vince and saying, hey, uh, your your wrestler broke a a door. He kicked it in, and it was because we were late, and it was my fault. (laughs) So Randy had to pay $800 for the door. And, uh, you know, they, the company didn't suspend them that. Yeah.
2: No, but. but if Vince wasn't paying for it, Randy paid for no, it.
1: Randy paid for the door.
2: <laughs> well, I bet you he didn't kick any more doors down after that.
1: Nope. Nope. Not after that.
2: Mm, When's the last time you saw Randy?
1: Ah, uh, WrestleMania.
2: Oh, okay. He was there backstage.
1: Not not this past year, the year before. The year now. before. Yeah. Holy smokes. It's been a while.
2: Yeah, Brian Harems, the last question this week, Kurt, and then we'll, we'll get on to some other things here. He said, uh, you mentioned that Vince wanted you as the face of ECW. Did it make sense then for you to go and compete on a raw pay-per-view? And did you feel the story with Randy needed an ending at this show? So in your mind, this was a raw pay-per-view, but I guess we have kind of talked about it. You felt like any exposure that yeah. ECW could get, you were all for.
1: Yeah, you know, ECW, uh, uh, they were they they weren't in business for gosh six seven years.
2: Yeah, so well, I think around they needed
1: the WWE support to start off. I mean, we're reigniting a company, we're starting it off, and I think the more help, the better. You know, whether you're promoting through Raw or SmackDown or both, it's going to help ECW.
2: It's hard because there are Kurt, like mixed views on that, right? Like. Yeah. You want your, you want to say, man, just stick to the brand and and the brand split. And let's see how that, that little engine that can, if they, with a name, like a Kurt angle and an RVD, let's see them grow on their own and become their own. But, and then, you know, but then you're a promoter who wants to make as much money as possible on all of it. That says, well, hell, I'm going to promote my biggest stars on every platform I can, you know? You know what though? I'll tell you this, Paul. They, most of
1: the guys on ECW were from ECW originally. Yeah. But there were guys like me. So that, that's still helping from WWE. Name that's recognition. Still, yeah. 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 You We're still, WWE is still supporting ECW because they have WWE wrestlers going to ECW. So yeah. not only are you uh, supporting it uh, from an exposure-wise. But, but from a talent-wise. your talent. Yeah. They're coming to ECW. Yeah.
2: We just want to see you be ECW Kurt, ECW only Kurt, ECW through and through Kurt, red and black Kurt. You be know, the wrestling machine, Kurt. the wrestling machine ECW guy on all the pay per view. The only way we can see Kurt is if we tune into ECW. CW. You know it what makes I mean? Sense, though. You know, okay. that so I, I get that side of it. But as I said, then you have that that money making guy who's like, well, I, I need a big uh, Vengeance 2006 card, I want superstar Kurt Angle versus superstar Randy Orton. It just blurs lines and it's hard for us as story followers, which wrestling fans are, you can see that through the bloodline, my God, what a story they continue to tell. It's
1: a great story too, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it something now the brothers have turned on, uh, Roman and, and, and Sola it's, it's incredible. So, uh, a lot of stuff there. And then, um, yeah, I think we answered your question, Brian, you said, did you feel the story with Randy needed an ending? At this show, I felt like it did. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It happened anyway, because you were done at this point. So Kurt, you get, you get suspended right after this show you lose. And then from there, it's just.
1: I spent 30 days at home. I come back, I did a couple of other shows, got injured again. And, uh, I think I told you when I tore my hamstring, my groin and my ab muscle, all in one match against oh, Rob yeah. and M. He was the WWE champion or ECW champion. Um, I went to uh, the next day we had TV. We had three house shows before the TV. Next day we had to go to SmackDown. And I showed up early at the writers meeting. I walked into the meeting room and uh, the people, the writers were behind me and Vince was in front of me in the desk, the front of the room. And I walked in, I put my pants up, took my pants down all the way down to my ankles all you can see is my balls and everything it's completely <laughs> nude. And uh, they're black. It's black. My legs, black all the way down to my foot. Vince was like, Oh my God, I guess you're not wrestling tonight. I said, no, I'm not Vince. We need to have a meeting. And that's when I quit.
2: And that's when all hell broke loose. That's when all hell broke loose. Yes. Whew. Well, Kurt next week, we're going to be discussing, we're going to transition. Speaking of your move to TNA, we're going back to TNA and it's destination X 2012. The Claire Lynch story continues, as we discussed when we had Frankie Kazarian on. But the Bound for Glory series begins, and in your, it's you against your old foe, Samoa Joe, who, by the way, is still kicking ass in the ring. And uh, we're going to watch that match back and discuss everything around that. And, uh, man, listen, that's a match where right here on our YouTube channel, you can watch along with us filter free, uh, because we have a great relationship with Impact, and they allow us to share all their content unfiltered. Um, and two, if you want to help us, you can support them by going to impactwrestling.com forward slash packages and then sign up with code Kurt. So if you would do that, that would be a big help to the Kurt Angle show. We're trying to help them grow their subscriber base. Kurt spent so much of his career, 11 years of his career wrestling on impact. And so much much of his legacy and some of his greatest matches, we're going to cover one of them next week is on impact and you can find it all there. So impactwrestling.com forward slash packages again, code Kurt. And, uh, man, we would appreciate you doing that so much. Kurt, this was uh, a fun show this week.
1: Yes, it was. We had a lot of fun. We always do, Paul.
2: Yeah, I always have a blast uh, hanging out with you uh, and talking uh, your old uh, times and and days back here in the wrestling business. Guys, listen, if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, then advertise with us here. You can go to advertisewithangle.com right now and find out more about advertising here on The Kurt Angle Show. Uh, Those advertisements will pop up. We'll talk about them. Kurt and I will talk about your product. You've heard some of the same ads over and over over again with some of the same companies for years, and it's because it works. They love us. They love the Kurt Angle Show. They love to hear the Olympic gold medalists talk about their product. Uh, We have a super targeted audience with very little waste, so check it out now. Go to advertisewithangle.com and find out more how you can advertise your product or service right here on the Kurt Angle Show. Also want to talk a little bit about adfreeshows.com uh this weekend as this drops it's Top Guy weekend in Huntsville, Alabama. Those guys are doing things that you cannot imagine. It's a wrestling fans fantasy camp weekend if you will. It certainly is, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I, we've seen the itinerary and what they have going on and is an absolute blast. Um but you can get in and see if you like it at 9 dollars uh, a month and you can get all of your favorite wrestling podcasts early and ad-free. That's right, just $9 a month. And we're going to allow you to enjoy the first week completely free. So sign up now, enjoy that free trial, and get a taste of what ad-free shows is all about and check it out. Kurt, uh, before we get out of here, we got some things as far as socials. You can follow us at the angle pod again, YouTube, you can like subscribe and turn on all those notifications at youtube.com forward slash the angle pod. Follow us on social media as well. But Kurt, I know we're always excited to hear about physicallyfit.com and those sure. chicken snacks. So tell us what you have going on there, uh, behind you with physically fit and those chicken snacks, buddy.
1: We got Physically Fit Chicken Snacks and snack smart Crispy Protein Bites. One is chicken protein. one's organic plant protein. There are 11 different flavors. We have uh, incredible flavors. They taste really good. They're all awesome. You absolutely love them. Go to physicallyfit.com. They'll order yours. If you use the code ANGLEPOD. You'll get 20% off. Or you can sign up on the website and be a lifetime member and get 20% off for the rest of your life. Mm. These, these things are this product is really good. Uh, you're going to absolutely love them. The flavors, we got sriracha, kung po, uh, buffalo, wild buffalo, and blue cheese. Uh, we have cinnamon swirl. Uh, we have a bunch of them. Uh, honey mustard, really good flavors. You're going to love them.
2: There you go, Kurt. Also, th- by the way, you hooked me up with some of your amazing new protein. And I know you want to talk about that because that's coming worldwide by the end of the summer to GNC. Tell us about your cookies and cream.
1: Oh, I have a cookies and cream protein. Kurt Angle's American Dream Cookies and Cream Protein. Uh, you can go to project to order it. Uh, the protein is the best tasting protein on the market. I'm not bullshitting you. I know I talk about my chicken snacks, that they're incredible, but the protein is too. Um, uh, I decided to do it because I'm a milk drinker, a milk lover, and I love cookies. And cookies and cream is perfect for me. So that's the flavor I decided to do for my protein company and uh you're gonna love it uh, i promise you 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 need to order project one nutrition.com or the Kernango american dream cookies and cream protein it's awesome
2: kurt what do you throw in the protein like two percent milk or what do you what do you mix with it water skim milk yeah skim milk okay
1: you know what the, the product tastes incredible just with water okay but milk is a little better
2: it's all right, there you go. I, I want to hear tips from the from the pro, you know, yeah. and that's you guys. I can't believe it, but you're going to find it in all your GNC stores here by the end of the summer, I believe. So really yes. excited yes. about that. By,
1: by Mid July, yes.
2: Nice. And then KurtAngleBrand.com. will wrap up with that this month. That's where you can find all your gimmicks, whether it's a cowboy hat. Whether it's a milk carton, whether it's a a, a birthday card, a cameo video from your yep. Olympic hero, whether it's wishing happy birthday, anniversary, uh, whatever the case may be. Kurt, that's where the place to find it for you, man. Kurtanglebrand.com.
1: Yeah, we got t shirts, we have autograph photos, birthday cards, cowboy hats, milk cartons. We have the whole ball of wax. Uh, go to Kurtanglebrand.com and order it, and I'll
2: send it right to you. There you go. You can find the whole bottle of wax over there at CurtAngleBrand.com. Kurt, thank you so much for doing the show with me this week. You are welcome. <laughs> on behalf of your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. Guys, we appreciate you. Continue to listen, subscribe, and support the show. And we will see you right back here next week. On behalf of Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. And we'll see you right back here next week on... The Kurt Angle Show. Hey everybody, this is Ian Riccaboni, the voice of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Say with Conrad,
1: they were very appreciative of my time and they really worked with my schedule. The Conrad's team uh, met me at the hours that I needed to meet them to walk through the specifics. Uh, the paperwork was clear, the communication was clear, to make the decision super easy to work with. So we actually went from a 30-year mortgage, we refinance down to a
2: 15-year mortgage, and now our house is gonna be paid by the time the kids go to college. If you wanna save like I did and like Nick Aldis did and so many others uh, in the professional wrestling world, please go to SaveWithConrad.com. MLS number 65084, equal healthy lender, woo! It's SaveWithConrad.com.